from the campus of Winston-Salem State University. We are delighted to welcome to our studio this afternoon the brand new president and CEO of the Arts Council of Winston-Salem and Forsyth County, Chase Law. How are you, Chase? Hi there. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me today. And I'm thrilled to be a part of Winston-Salem. It's a terrific area. And Chase, you were telling me that that you come from a solid arts background, from both sides of the desk, from a performer, uh, the mother of a uh, performer, and a fundraiser, which is why we're glad you're here. (laughs) Yes, I have a very... um generous arts background. My, my mom and dad were both musicians and they uh, sang in a band uh, when I was growing up and I had music around me constantly. And then I, of course, pursued that as well. And uh, singer, dancer, I'm a tapper. I'm not as, not as good as it used to be, but I'm a tapper. <laughs> and then uh, was an actor for a while uh, in New York. So you, from the Asheboro area to High Point College, now High Point University, what a lot of growth they've had over there, to New York City, where you were a working actor, now in Winston-Salem as the CEO of our Arts Council. That's a great career. I've enjoyed it very much. It's been very fulfilling. And while I loved my performing career, um, I was there during 9-11, and it really sort of gave me a jolt to um, figure out what I really wanted to do when I grew up. (laughs) So at that point, I explored some different options, and I knew I was going to stay in the arts. So, now, now, our most uh, our pat, immediate past uh, CEO, Randy Eady, yes. uh, he left uh, law, he retired from law, and then came to head the Arts Council. And, and he, was, he, he was a force to be reckoned with, but very <laughs> different in that he was always a supporter of the arts mm-hmm. and, like I said, an attorney. So he was very good at the nuts and bolts of part, uh, part of it and enjoying it, um, but not so much as a performer. So you bring some very specific kills, skills to the table for the artists that you will be helping uh, to serve not just survive, but to thrive in our community because we're coming back from a a year of being shut down with a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Our whole focus this year is around relief, recovery, and reopening. And of course, we're looking through the lens of arts and culture, but it's really about the entire community. We're really focused on getting our artists, local artists, back to work and getting our arts organizations back up in person. Uh, They've done a great job shifting with virtual offerings and we'll still have that, but there's nothing like that in-person experience and the energy you get from uh, being with your friends or being with even strangers. You're going through that moment together. So we want to get that back up and running and, and have everything here for our community to take advantage of. You came in uh, a few months ago, hit the ground running, um, but it was actually kind of a good time probably to come in town because you could um, spend some time looking around and listening and learning and finding out what the needs are uh, in the arts community and planning your strategy. Yes, you know, there's opportunity with this pandemic that we've gone through. Of course, we know what the negative effects are. Um, The arts have been somewhat ravaged by this uh, across the board, but I see the opportunity that we can all reinvent ourselves and do things new and develop new collaborations and partnerships. 
And so as I've looked at this and sort of knowing what the community had to offer, it was only the tip of the iceberg. I've yeah. really learned how deep rooted uh, the arts and cultural sector is here. And I think there's even more untapped talent that we have yet to uncover. So I'm looking forward to uncovering that as well. Um, I, th I think you're right. I agree with you 100% yeah. because as a city, not the city, but a city of, of arts and um, innovation, yes. there's a lot of talent here. we got the colleges and universities here. Mm -hmm. They're putting out so much marvelous young talent and a lot of really dedicated people who uh, love the arts more than they fear poverty. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with that said, one of the roles that the, the arts is uh, coming up with some cash to keep these organizations going. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we are committed to, to being that lead advocate and fundraiser for the whole entire arts and cultural sector, supporting community programs and operations and individual artists to help them thrive in everything that they do. So this year, of course, no, uh, unlike uh, not like any other year, we're uh, launching our campaign. We've um, been fundraising the last few months, sort of in a silent phase. But Smart. on March 30th, we're doing a public launch, and we're working to raise $2 million this year. And um, we hope everyone will join us and participate. Uh, we have a live event happening at SICA, and we'll have a lot of individual artists there. So it's a big celebration. It'll be a chance to hear about the impact um, that our community has made over the last year from their generous donations, uh, the grants that we made, what our partners have been up to, and what's going to happen as the year unfolds. Again, relief, recovery, reopening, and we need all of our community to come together and rally around that. Chase Law is the new CEO of the Arts Council of Winston-Salem and Forsyth County. She's in the studio with us this afternoon talking about how the city is getting back up on its feet and bringing its arts back to the community. And it all starts with uh, an event that's coming up at the end of the month, as you've mentioned, at the Southeastern Center for Contemporary Art. Details, please, other details about that event. Yes, it is March 30th. It is 5.30 p.m. And if you'd like to attend, we do need an RSVP because it's a small um, capacity event because of our mandates. Um, however, we will be recording it. So we'll be sending out a virtual link to see what happened and what the announcements were and how you can get involved. So that event that's coming up is really kicking off uh, your funder. You've already been doing some fundraising. And another thing you've been doing is you've been going to the community mm -hmm. and asking for their input because yes. we've received uh, surveys um, via email. I know I've filled out mine uh, as an individual and as for an organization. So tell us about that. How are, what are you doing with that information that you're asking for? Absolutely. And this is something I felt really strongly about doing when I first got hired for this position. Um, you know, as individually as the new CEO, I wanted to meet and greet with a lot of individuals and hear about their thoughts of the Arts Council and the arts and cultural sector and what role we play and what role they play. But from a greater community perspective, I wanted to understand um, what the community wanted to do after the pandemic. You know, yeah. How did they attend pri 
pre-pandemic, how will they attend after? What's their willingness to return? Will they support in the same way? And what was their favorite genre? And what's the role of the Arts Council? Um, in all of this. And so we launched that uh, about a week and a half ago. We mm -hmm. wrapped it up the other day, um, early this week, and we're collecting the data now. And we're going to share that with our partners um, in the next couple of weeks. And then we'll share it publicly with our community so they can really see what the results are and um, how we're going to continue to navigate forward. The artists in our community have been so smart in how they've been using their time uh, and how they've still been getting out there to their audience, to their constituents. Um, the the um, Piedmont uh, Opera, for example, um, they've gone virtual. Mm -hmm. And they had a production of Cinderella last weekend, which was virtual. And we have different artists who have been in the studio talking about virtual events. So the singing and the acting and all of this is still going on. They're still reaching out to their audiences, but they just had to change the way they delivered. That's right. That's right. Um, and I watched the Cinderella production this past Sunday. They did a great job with that. All of our partners have really worked hard. I'm so impressed when I got here and heard from the, the many different partners that, that we support and that we work with and how they have immediately shifted. They weren't waiting for this to end. Right. They were not. Yes. Which is wonderful because what we needed to keep folks engaged, right? We don't want yeah. folks to forget about us and we want them to continue to enjoy their favorite opera or their favorite symphony. So, I, you know, the opera, the symphony, little theater, uh, NC Black Rep, they've all done great jobs at shifting. Um, and also a great partner of ours and board member, Chad Cheek, he's just launched Artery, which is a platform um, that's gonna support our arts and cultural sector as we continue to move forward. You know that virtual piece is never gonna go away, yeah. um, but it's gonna support our local community, but it'll spread to other you know, mid-sized markets as well. But a lot of our partners have jumped on board with that. It's a new way to attract audiences. I, I saw that interview um, with Mr. Cheek, and I wish you would introduce him to us because that is fascinating, and we'd love to have a conversation with him and uh, what he's doing to uh, keep us entertained and informed virtually. I absolutely will, and Chad is a terrific board member. He's also our campaign chair this year. So, well, why don't you bring him with you? I know. <laughs> we'll have to do another <laughs> one in the middle of our campaign. Exactly. <laughs> So he's terrific. He's been very supportive, and um, he was also on the search committee that helped bring me here. So now, listen. You know, we're we're doing the uh, the the uh, vaccinations for the pandemic, yes. and one of the things that I keep seeing is artists performing for people who are waiting to get their shots for COVID-19. Yes. Did you know about that? Uh, yes, I did. Uh, we're one of the, the players in that. So ah. we worked with the uh, Forsyth County Public Health Department, uh, and we also worked with the Symphony. Um, we had a, a nice announcement with Novant, uh, Forsyth County, Symphony, and us a couple weeks ago where we put musicians out at the Novant clinic at Haynes Mall and then also for Scythe County. And it's just a way to bring hope and peace and joy during this time yeah. and get our artists back to work. So smart. I'm, I'm just really impressed with y'all for doing that. And well done. I'll stop it at that. Well done.
Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's uh, it's going on all month at Forsyth County every single day um, until the end of March. And then we'll be sprinkling musicians throughout the, the city and county over the next several months just and to bring back more activity. Exactly. And, and, and really smart to uh, work with the, uh, the Forsyth County Department of Health because they have just been doing an amazing job. They really have. And speaking of tap dance, and they've been tap dancing <laughs> as fast as they could. Uh, and I said that because you were. T- a yes. tap dancer. So maybe you could give them some tap dancing lessons. Oh. <laughs> Let me brush up on my skills and I'll do that later on. But the still skills that you bring to the table as a performing artist, how will that color the way that you serve as the CEO of the Arts Council? Because you can't do it all. Right. And you know the needs are there. But how do you plan on uh, strapping that CEO hat on and making sure that uh, you're getting the job done and not thinking about, well... If we only did this, we could do that, and they really deserve more. How, how are you going to to uh, you know resolve all of that? Sure, and that's a great question. It's it's not an easy question, but because you want to help everyone and do as much as you can, but you know at the end of the day, we have to understand what the needs of our community are, and how we're going to respond to those intentionally. So you know the biggest thing is supporting and lifting up our arts and cultural sector. Right, we definitely want to do that, but in addition, we want to be a convener. We want to be a connector. Uh, we want to have conversations with different community and neighborhood leaders and identify uh, ways that we can uh, provide programming and services in a very meaningful, intentional way. Um, and that's going to take funding, and funding may shift. Funding sure. may shift. Um, so, you know, in addition to this um, relief, recovery, and reopening plan that we have for 2021, behind the scenes, we're going to be developing a whole new strategic plan yeah. and visioning um, to improve everything that we do, right? Uh, we're really fortunate as an arts council to have three facilities and two galleries yeah. in our space. Um, that makes us very unique that uh, from other arts councils throughout the country. And I think we can definitely utilize that um, as a community asset. Uh, what that looks like, I don't have an answer to right now, but mm. at the end of the year, I will have an answer to that. So um, we, ha- we have a priority set in place to map out those new strategies and vision for the next 10, 15, 20 plus years and, and keep the Arts Council relevant to our community. Well, it's, it's not just hyperbole when we talk about how the arts keep this community running and keep us together as a community, because you and I were talking about uh, the Friday jazz um, music that, uh, that we have missed in the past year mm-hmm. and how the, 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 the field out in front of Corporating Plaza is really like Winston-Salem's front lawn on Friday evenings for that live jazz music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a great space for that. And, you know, not having those uh, spaces activated over yeah. this last year, it's a real um, it's a real missing piece. Right. I mean, because I think sometimes we can take those things for granted, but when they're gone, we feel it. We feel it. So we have to work really hard to bring that back. And whether you're invited to uh, come and attend these events or you're passing by and you say, hey, what is this? Let me take advantage of this. We're going to see more and more of that happening throughout this year. We're going to start seeing things sprinkled about. And then we want to have a big celebration to say arts are everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. And let's say welcome back. 
I'm going to let you go, but just uh, before we go, let's talk once again about the event that's coming up sure. at the Southeastern Center for Contemporary Art. Who's invited, and what do you plan on accomplishing for this kickoff? Great. Um, again, it is at SICA, and we will be featuring our local artists um, and highlighting some of our partners at this event. Uh, we want this to be energetic. We want it to be exciting, and we want it to raise awareness and funds for getting our arts and cultural sector back open and we can support the great programs and artists in our community. Um, everybody's invited. I want the community to come out, whether you can be there in person or whether you take advantage of the video that we have afterwards and you can learn a little bit about the impact the arts make, the economic impact the arts make, and the funds that we're trying to raise. Two million dollars this year and I want to encourage you to be a part of that. Please consider a gift for the Community Fund for the Arts. Chase Law, we thank you for being here. Once again, Chase Law is the new CEO and Executive Director of the Arts Council of Winston-Salem and Forsyth County.